Government sucks, and it's hopeless. At least that's what many of you are thinking right now, as politicians shout and scream in a way that reminds you of kindergartners on a playground. Common ground is lost. Common sense is lost. Common decency is lost. And the worst part of it all? Us students can't do a darn thing about it. God knows how many times I've gone through the five stages of grief just thinking about the future of our existence. Until a little over three weeks ago, when I got the chance to immerse myself in state politics and find the true way to student enlightenment and power. In just two days, I went from average Joe to a lean, mean machine of youth empowerment. Here's why. But first, let me welcome you to Season 3, Episode 10 of Keeping It Arcadia. I'm your host, Lawrence Sung. Before we get to the one simple trick, follow us, like us, and download the latest episodes on Spotify, iTunes, and Podbean. Also, follow Arcadia Unified School District on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to get all the latest updates on Keeping It Arcadia. Because Keeping It Arcadia is created and hosted by the students of the Digital Communications Internship, or DCI, of AUSD. Now, let's delve into the juicy goods. On January 12th, AUSD staff, teachers, parents, and I, as the student representative, flew to the 2020 California PTA Legislation Conference in Sacramento to represent our fine city as a part of the Arcadia Council PTA delegation. Now, what is this whole thing about? Well, let me have last year's representative, Jeffrey Lee, explain. Hello, it's Jeffrey. I know you've missed my voice. So, did you know, if California was its own nation, it would have the fifth largest economy in the world. However, it ranks among the lowest in all the states spent per pupil. New York actually spends nearly twice as much per pupil as California. So, as I remember it, the legislative conference was about advocating for more money to be spent on education in California. California has a pot of money every year, which they divvy up to different sectors, including education and transportation and other infrastructure. I was able to speak with Assemblymember Ed Chow and State Senator Susan Rubio to learn about what they stand for. They're both super nice and receptive, listen to presentations on school environments and how to diffuse situations, and most importantly, gain insight in the value of my education. I highly recommend applying to go on the trip next year. Good? Well, things are about to speed up. Before and during the conference, I got the perspectives, hopes, and intentions of five people, ranging from a fellow student representative and a parent to the California Secretary of State. Pay attention to what each of them are looking for, what their plans are, what they believe, and how they see California. We'll start off with fellow Arcadians. First up, we have Arcadia Unified School District board member Kung Nguyen, a veteran delegate who not only expands upon what Arcadia's goals are at the conference, but also its importance to the youth. So what are Arcadia's goals at this conference? So our goal for this conference is to support and be consistent with the messaging for the California State PTA. Every child, one voice. And our, our goals for this year is to advocate for education, health, safety, and well-being of all children, and to inform and engage our, our legislators to, and empower our delegation to uh, contact and engage with our electeds about issues and educate them about issues uh, as it relates to uh, children's and family. And then 
uh, opportunity to, to mentor and develop our future leaders. So, you know, I'm being interviewed by Lawrence Sun right now, and he's a student. But this way he gets exposed to how our political system works. And then we want to promote and embrace inclusiveness. Our, our advocacy goal this year is to basically expand quality preschool program. Uh, early childhood development is key in uh, in education. You know, and a quality education is a foundation for a thriving in community. Then we, we want to make sure that there's there's stable and sustainable public funding for education, uh, just so that we, we are in California currently funded at the 2007-2008 levels. Now that's 12 years behind. We're in 2020 now so you know the, the state needs to support funding for California. Now, funding for California right now is the 46th in the nation so we, we want to have funding that's in the top 10 so that with the additional funding we can provide more program and have a more robust programs for our Acadia students and then you know, have a full curriculum for all the students that, that includes um, physical education and the arts, which we already have, but this is in Arcadia, but this is a message that PTA wants to emphasize so that, that all the school districts in Arcadia are afforded these opportunities. And then we want to make sure there's, we want to lobby our legislators to uh, reduce the effects of poverty on children and families. So, uh, you know, that there is a homeless population in Arcadia. You know, there's, for those of you who don't know, we, we do have homeless students. And then as, as educators, it's hard. You just think, okay, how can you learn when you're hungry? How can you learn when you don't know where you're going to sleep tonight? Where's your next meal? So we want to support those students to the extent that we can with support from the state and funding so that we can provide supports for those families. See, I think um, in your answer, you already touched upon this question, but how does the conference's actions and events affect youth in Arcadia? So youth, it, it directly affects how we can support our homeless population. Uh, it also helps in the programs that we as a district can fund with additional funding from the state. So programs like our career educational opportunity programs, uh, the, the classes that Mr. Sessions teaches, you know, that, that's a career path. You know, not, not every student wants to be a doctor or a lawyer. You know, some student wants to be a physical therapist and wants to go into sports medicine, but the career educational program, like like an auto mechanic, okay, everyone wants to drive a nice car, but when your car needs to be serviced, someone needs to know how to service that, or you should learn how to service that so you can save yourself a lot of money. I see. And finally, why should students in Arcadia care about this conference? So this conference, it's grassroots. It's an opportunity for you to get face-to-face -face with the people who are running the state budget, passing the law, so we get an opportunity to meet with the state assemblymen, the state senators. These are the people that vote on the bills that are passed on and become law. So you, uh, we as a delegation impart the message and tell the legislature we need support for education. Uh, as a delegation, students get the exposure of how our political system works so that you, when you become adults or even as a student we have Lawrence who's interviewing me you know is has an opportunity to see and speak to our legislator and, and it, it has a more impactful message when when we as a delegation travel with student it's not just the school board it's not like your parents saying this it's students yeah, yeah. saying okay mom I need a new computer or I need more pencils and paper so 
we want to get to the basics and then it, there's nothing more impactful than having a student that says we need more funding for pre-k or for sports education or career yeah. technical development so yeah of course <laughs> like prime like you're getting the information from a primary source the people who are actually feeling the effects yes, you're getting it unfiltered and, and we've learned that that our students are extremely bright and educated but you know no, nothing and it's it's off script but that message hits home loud and clear and our electives hear that all right thank you so much mr nguyen and uh have a nice day great thank you Next, we have parent representative Jennifer Ledesma, a first-timer to this conference. As you may notice, she's very nervous about not only me grilling her on the spot, but it's expected. This is a brand new experience for her. Let's hear from her. As a first-timer, uh, how do you feel right now? Just walk me through the emotions you're going, you're going through in this crowded conference room. Okay, so I'm really excited. This is my first time here as well. I've never done anything like this before. Um, I'm super excited that there are so many like PTA representatives and that we're going to get a chance to hear legislative um, like measures and it's just it's just exciting. I see and as a parent in the school district what are you hoping to hear or see at the conference in regards to perhaps your children? So as a parent um, I'm I'm just excited to hear and I'm waiting to hear, you know, what PTA is going to present and how they are going to um, present information so we can take that back to our legislation and then come back to Arcadia and, like, promote or make it better for our students and our schools. So you're, you're maybe hoping to see some action from PTA. Some yeah. like, some, like they're not just some distant organization, but they're right. actively... Right, and there's students here as well, like, you know, encouraging and listening and gaining insight so that we're really, you know, we know as much information, like we're going to get as much information today as we can so that we're qualified to go back and talk about it. All right, and finally, um, if you were talking to your kids about this conference, how would you describe its importance? I think, I think what I would mostly say when I get home to them is just how we all came together as a community of um, different, you know, areas, different cities, different districts, and then the students are here, we have parents, we have administration, and that we're all working towards the same goal, and that we get that opportunity with our um, legislators later um, to, you know, share that and that they're willing to listen. All right, thank you so much, Mrs. Ledesma. Uh, have a nice day. Sure, thank you. Now, let's take this up a notch and explore what other people outside of Arcadia had to say. I strived to get these interviews because we can't always listen to Arcadia, Arcadia, Arcadia all the time. I'd be doing a disservice to you if I limited your worldview like that. Thus, in order for us to fully understand the bigger picture here, we'll start with Kathy Rabin's outlook on the current state of Californian communities. She is the Community Concerns Legislative Advocate for our state's PTA. And from what I heard from her, it seems like PTA has things locked down. So what are some concerns that the community has right now? Well, vaping is one that uh, the community at large is getting really involved in and concerned about. Um, I'm sure that the California State PTA will be working on legislation with regard to it. Um, mental health is a big deal. 
um, school safety is, school climate yeah, is, def definitely. all those sorts of things that help students to achieve the positive outcomes they want out of the school system, which haven't been as supported as they might have been in the past. I see. And how is PTA addressing these concerns? Uh, basically, we funnel information for the most part. We do sit on committees, statewide and local area committees, to work with the community doing that sort of thing. We also take information and disseminate it to all of our 29 district presidents who disseminate it through their channels. So it's kind of going across the state as an information piece. I see. So finally, uh, what are some concerns of PTA, some future concerns of PTA that you think may pop up and may, and is, pre, is PTA preemptively acting on them? Um, I would say one of, one of the things I see burbling around um, is climate change, you know, because the youth is very concerned because they are going to be living basically their yeah. entire lives with the repercussions repercussions of climate change yes, and um, we had a resolution passed a few years ago and so I've been bringing in bills that had to do with climate change and stuff to honor the kids that got that bill passed and our, that resolution passed and a resolution is our authority for acting on it. If there's not authority we cannot take a position on anything and so we need resolutions or um, position statements, that kind of a thing generated by CAPTA to give us the authority to go do it. But I do see that climate change is huge and mental health is huge, school safety is huge, um, LCFF and LCAP, how those are doing are really huge and we have a lot of work going on with regard to that. Um, yeah. I see. Thank you so much for your time and have a nice day. Thank you. You as well. I actually got a chance to speak with some of the other student representatives here. This next person is Spencer Young, representing the Riverside PTAs. Here's his first outlook on the conference. So let's start off with a little introduction, name, grade, and where are you from? Hi, I'm Spencer Young. Uh, I'm a senior and I'm from Martin Luther King High School. That's in Riverside, I believe. Right? Yes, Riverside, California. All right, so uh, after... Um, after listening to all these speakers on the first day of the conference, uh, how do you feel right now? It's uh, truly an inspiration to hear about all these different subjects um, and to be able to learn from these uh, intelligent people. Nice. Alright, so, uh, why did you decide to attend the conference? I decided to attend this year because I attended last year and I found it uh, very uh, broadening for me. And I figured if I was able to do it again and learn even more that I would become successful inside and outside of school. I see, and what are you hoping to learn from this experience this time? Um, I'm really hoping to be able to develop some more uh, leadership skills so then uh, people around me can look to me for answers. I see, and finally, um, how would you explain this to your friends back at school? Um, it's me and a bunch of nerds hanging out and learning about cool things. All right, thank you so much. Finally, to top it all off, we have one of the guest speakers at the conference here, California Secretary of State Alex Padilla. What you are about to hear right now is the one simple trick to getting our politicians to listen to our opinions, our hopes, our dreams, and our truths. Asking. So, uh, how is the state uh, working towards uh, uh, reach, um, doing voter outreach to 
uh, minority communities that are non-English language. For example, um, I'm from, my name is Lawrence Sung, by the way, I'm uh, from Arcadia High School, 1st District BTA, um, and a majority of my community is Chinese-American, and most of them are also Chinese immigrants, so not all of them, you know, they under, not all of them, you know, they understand the English language, and as a result, they don't, they don't really understand the importance of voting. So how is the, how is the California government and specific uh, you as the Secretary of State working to increase voter engagement? From so the good news is that federal law exists uh, to ensure that elections-related information is translated into the most commonly spoken non-English languages uh, because there are a lot of eligible voters uh, that prefer a language other than English uh, but want to protect their voting rights too. Uh, the even better news is, is the state of California, uh, we were even more uh, aggressive and progressive about how we do it. We have additional languages that may not be required by the federal government, but we know that there's big populations and concentrated populations, so there's well more than uh, a dozen languages that we make sure to translate ballot, voter information guide, and other election-related materials into and of course, our outreach program. Not only do we try to communicate in different languages, but we try to partner with leaders in different ethnic communities and the press in different ethnic communities to get the word out as well. Would this include like town halls and like um, their language as well, or, or has that yes, to, to, to the extent possible? <laughs> you know, I, I'm bilingual in English and Spanish. I wish I spoke 100 languages, <laughs> uh, but you know, we work uh, again with with partners in the press. Uh, partner community-based organizations to get the word out, uh, and I travel all corners of the state, you know, physically trying to reach uh, anybody and everybody to uh, spread the word on how to register and how to vote. All right, thank you so much, okay. Secretary Badia, and have a nice day. Thank you, you too. This, my friends, is how we, as seemingly unimportant students, stabilize the political boat that has been rocking for way too long. Just by asking the higher-ups about things, we can force them to reevaluate things, take into account new variables, change their minds, and ultimately make things happen in a screwed-up governmental system. This is why being actively involved in civics, politics, voting, and even the occasional discussion about a major issue is vital to students. Through practicing these habits, we are able to learn about the world around us, and we can finally shake off the depressing hopelessness that has burdened so many of us for so long. Asking is advocacy. But I'm not done yet. The final day of the conference, Tuesday, January 14th, and the day I got six hours of sleep when I came home to LA, was when I, along with the Arcadia delegation, faced our biggest task speaking directly to State Assemblyman Ed Chow and State Senator Susan Rubio, a.k.a. San Gabriel Valley's state legislators. Fortunately, the day before and the pre-appointment meetings that PTA held at the State Capitol Building prepped us quite well, and as a result, we had a solid plan that was centered around three main points. Continuous and stable funding for the basic per-student funding that each school gets, more financial dedication towards special education, preschool expansion, and finally, issuing grants for school and local agency partnerships and projects. Not bad, right? Along with our personal experiences in Arcadia, Arcadia pushing our points seemed to be an easy task. Well, things turned out a bit differently. When we met with Mr. Chow, it was the, type, it was the typical adv advocacy meeting. We brought up our points, linked it back to Arcadia, where he actually has two kids in AUSD, 
and used irrefutable evidence to convince him that he should stand firmly on our side. His reaction? The typical, thank you, insert grateful and sincere message here, etc. Yet what disturbed me was when he said something along the lines of, I'll support your legislation. Just inform me about your stance on certain things. You know, since we have so much going on at the state level. By putting the impetus on us to motivate him to properly vote on educational matters, it seemed as if he was nonchalantly casting us aside. But that's just me and my opinion. Perhaps I misinterpreted him. During our meeting with Miss Rubio, well, there wasn't really a chance to voice our points. Instead, we got a much bigger present, getting a personal tour of the Senate chamber by by Senator Rubio herself, along with certificates of recognition by the California Senate. Three weeks after the matter, I still can't believe I got to stand in a historical pantheon of politics. While we didn't get to present our arguments to her, Rubio did give an outpouring of support for a wide variety of educational issues, thus indicating to us that she did not need to hear us out, since she already knows our stances inside and out and is 1,000% committed to supporting all of our points. All in all, I think that the Arcadia delegation once again had another successful year of education lobbying that will impact our politicians for the rest of the year. And so we flew home tired but also feeling satisfied and proud of our work in Sacramento this year. And that's a wrap. Thank you all for staying this long to hear me rant about civics and student empowerment. I will be coming out with a video about my experience in the coming days, so keep checking AUSD social media for it. Speaking of which, I want to thank AUSD Chief Communications Officer Ryan Fran and former Public Information Officer Amber Navali for making the AUSD Digital Communications Internship possible, and Jeffrey Lee and Sandy Kine for inspiring me to become Arcadia PTA's student representative. Without them, none of this would be possible. Thank you, Apache, so much for sticking with me, and I hope you have a wonderful day. This is Keep It Arcadia signing off.